podcast rolling, podcast rolling. Got a little bite here from Russell Brand. Uh, just listen. Maybe. Two days after a purchase, Green Road and Twitter thread, war is big business to our leaders. It's weird, isn't it? Because, like, don't you feel bad anyway investing in Lockheed Martin? You must feel a little bit of a pang of, oh, God, my profits are only really going to go up if Lockheed's business interests improve, and that'll only happen if there's military conflict. If you are in Congress, I feel there's an extra layer, isn't there? Because they stand there, the flags, the oaths, I think a Bible's involved. I mean, there's all sorts of stuff goes on about you've got to do the right thing. What all them oaths and flags mean is that you've got an identity transcendent of your personal interest. That's the whole point of it. That's what uniforms mean. That's why a judge puts on a robe and a wig. I'm not an individual. I'm operating on behalf of justice. It's not just stupid that they wear a wig or a robe or whatever. It's to indicate to you that there are principles that are transcendent of normal personal interest. That there are things beyond, oh, I want money, I want pleasure. There are things beyond that. That's what all of the Bibles and the flags and all that stuff and the Constitution and the values and the principles, that's what it means. And if those things aren't real, let's not pretend that they are, because otherwise people will find ways of analysing it and discussing it, and then you'll have to shut all that down. And that's the system we've got, isn't it? But because we haven't got any values and principles, we have to oppose anyone and stop them pointing it out. We could do two things. One, we could start having values and principles. <laughs> or we could just shut down anyone who points out the government. Oh yeah, that one. Shut down. But we'd have to say something first, like they're conspiracy theorists. No problem. Say that then. More than a dozen other members of Congress or their families hold similar investments at a time when President Joe Biden approved a $350 million Ukraine military aid package last week. And then they sell that as aid. That's how they sell that, aid. And I hope it is aid. I don't know enough, obviously, about international... Okay, so that was a little ditty by Russell Brand uh, about... How when you become a member of the Congress of the United States, you're supposed to be at a level of a level above the average. Uh, this is Big John on Americana, the American way. You can find me on Getter and Twitter at the real underscore big john and of course rumble.com and all the podcast apps and platforms um, now let's talk about this for a minute there are many a many a many congressional leaders that own stocks in military hardware companies When Biden approved the first, uh, rounded up to $14 billion in aid to Ukraine, half of that went straight to the United States Department of Defense for, for troop, troop and defensive weapon deployment. Uh, and he said, you know, no, no American troops will be fighting in Ukraine, but they will be on NATO soil to defend our NATO allies. It's coming down, down like a mountain. Um, 
that aside, when the $800 million supplement <laughs> got passed um, a few days ago, <laughs> the $800 million in aid was for weapons. So essentially, the United States took $800 million and bought weaponry from our own arms manufacturers and then sent the weapons as aid to Ukraine. Um, in the original $14 billion bill, there were a lot of things. You can Google the breakdown. Uh, some of it was for military hardware. Some of it was for humanitarian aid. But more than, well, approximately half of the 13 point whatever billion was to our own Department of Defense. Uh, Military.com, getting back to congressional members who could profit from the war in Ukraine. So these members of Congress make a profit on U.S. arm shipments to Ukraine. Some of the members of Congress that Congress stand to personally profit off of Russia's war on Ukraine. At least 18 federal uh, lawmakers and their spouses hold stock in Raytheon Technologies and Lockheed Martin. By the way, our Secretary of Defense used to be uh, high up in Raytheon. They've been around for a, a long time. You just didn't hear about them until now. Uh, so, which manufacture the weapons Western allies are sending to Ukraine to fight the Russian invaders, according to an insider analysis of federal financial records. Uh, the stock holdings by members of Congress, as the U.S. is preparing to send billions of dollars in defense and aid to Ukraine, both companies' stocks have risen, especially Lockheed Martin. Let's go down here and see. Um, Rep. Marjorie Taylor Greene of Georgia, who I thought was the real deal. Mm, this ain't good, Margie. Uh, she spent between $1,001 and $15,000 on Lockheed Martin shares on February 22nd. Now, that's a bad day. That's two days before Russia invaded, but also there was a backroom meeting at the secret conclave where American lawmakers that sit on certain committees were briefed on what was about to happen in Ukraine with Russia. She was in that meeting. Um, two days later, she wrote about big wars, big business. A statement to Insider Green and her investment advisor made the purchase and noted it was only one among several other purchases. Wow. 
I guess that makes it okay. <laughs> um, who else is profiting of this? Democrat Rep. Ilhan Omar. Uh, oh, excuse me. Ilhan Omar was against this. Well, shit, I agree with Ilhan on something. Uh, quote, Add this to the list of why members of Congress should never be allowed to trade stocks, quipped or Democrat Ilhan Omar on Twitter. Some members long held stocks in the companies others traded recently. Uh, Republican Diana Harsbarger. Uh, Rep, Democratic Rep, Louis Frankel of Florida. Uh, let's see. Looking for some other names here. More than a dozen members and their families hold investments at a time when President Joe Biden approved $350 million last week. I'm sure him and Hunter have some money somewhere. In all this, CNN reported that the U.S. and other NATO members have so far sent Ukraine 17,000 anti-tank missiles, 2,000 uh, Stinger anti-aircraft missiles. Those are all all made by American companies. Hopefully, the American worker who makes this shit is making some money, getting some. You know, maybe they're. I mean. If, we're, if the United States is going to profit from war, and I, I'm totally against that, I'm only for wars where America's safety and the safety of the American people is at a direct threat. Okay? That's what my military is for, is to protect me. Not babysit and fight the, uh, the world's uh, wars, with the exception of war with the exception of World War II, because the Nazis and the Japanese Imperial Empire were hell-bent on taking over the world, which would obviously be a threat to the safety of America. Um, and you can argue your bullshit, whatever you want. My grandfather saw the map of the United States where west of the Mississippi was going to be Japan and east was going to be the uh, Germany and I saw pictures that he had of this a uh, few weeks before he died he showed me some personal things that he had never shown anyone else from his uh, World War II days and you know well Let's just pick on members of Congress for right now. But to me, the you know the World War II soldiers and the one the Vietnam soldiers who came back and and lived with the demons. Uh, some turned to alcohol. Some turned to drugs to cope with the horrors of war. But they they. Not all of them went out and wrote books and tried to become famous 
over having been a soldier. And those are the ones I respect the most. The ones that held the, the demons of war within themselves and lived with the torture. And don't worry, because our Congress will never live with that. Uh, now, I take that back. Some did uh, serve bravely. Dan Crenshaw that lost an eye. Uh, my congressman, Bill Johnson, did something in the Air Force. I don't know if he was heroic, but he was in the Air Force for 22 years. Um, so here's another one from um, prospect.org. Members of Congress who profit from war. Here are the senators and representatives who own stock in Lockheed Martin, Northup Grumman, uh, Raytheon, and other defense contractors. So maybe we'll get a straight out list here. That's what I really want to read and look at. So let's see here. Shortly after midnight in Baghdad on Friday, January 3rd, when a missile strike ordered by President Trump killed Iranian General Qasame Soleimani, uh, when stock markets opened the next day, Dozens of members of Congress saw bumps in their profits and their holdings in defense contractors like Lockheed Martin and Raytheon. Uh, the stocks went up 2.4%. Uh, among the members of Congress with personal investments in the military industry are uh, several who are on committees determined that determine major sources of funding for defense companies and weapons contractors. 51 members of Congress and their spouses have between 2.3 and $5.8 million worth of stocks. So, I mean, this is why there's, there should be a separation. You know, I hate to believe that people are going to put American boys and girls, men and women's soldiers' lives at risk to line their pockets, but it's been done. Dwight D. Eisenhower, a former general, in his farewell address to the nation, focused on the dangers of a military-industrial complex. That, that, that term is synonymous with the anti-Vietnam uh, hippie movement, but it was coined and first used, okay, that's what coined means, it was first used by Dwight David Eisenhower, a Republican, in his farewell address to America. Because he saw, since the end of World War II, we had been in a constant state of militarization. Did you know they built the Pentagon uh, for World War II? Okay, that, that's like why the Pentagon was built, was you know, for this build up to uh, a massive war. And 
I was told in high school anyways, and maybe in college too, that the plan for the Pentagon at the end of World War II was it was going to become the world's largest filing cabinet. It was... I don't know if this is true or not, but that's what I was taught in school and college. That it was going to become a storage building for just files and paperwork and, you know, documents. That, that was it. That's <laughs> what the Pentagon was supposed to end up as. And it's true, truthfully one of the biggest money makers for uh, the military industrial complex. These companies like Lockheed Martin, Raytheon, Northrop Grumman, uh, you, there's probably dozens of others. Um, but, and it has no secrets anymore. I mean, it was like, it, it was like getting blood from a turnip in World War II to get a secret out. There were so many, like, huge things kept secret, like the atomic fucking bomb. You know, and now the Pentagon leaks like the Titanic after it hit an iceberg. But uh, there's just so much bullshit, so many lies, fibs and fairy tales uh, going on with this Ukraine thing. Um, the Hodge twins or the conservative twins uh, have a video on their a clip of a video on their YouTube and they have a full-on video about it. Uh, but this guy that I'm going to play this soundbite from, he volunteered to go fight the commies in Ukraine. And uh, he was saying, you know, there are British and Germans and all kinds of just people that went to Ukraine and said, we're going to fight your fight for you. And this is what's really going on over there, according to him. I mean, uh, Zelensky and Ukraine are winning the public relations war. Um, but I just want to get a different side of this because I don't think it's. I don't think what's going on over there is all the raw, raw sis boom ba that we're hearing in um, the the media, the social media, Twitter. You know, I'm for Zelensky. I'm for Ukraine. I'm an anti-communist. I think Putin is a lunatic. Um, but you're being fed some bullshit, people. So here, let's listen to what this guy has to say as soon as I find my my high-tech remote control here for my uh, high-tech audio. Uh, okay. Wait for it to buffer. He wanted this guy that volunteered to fight, and look at what he experienced. So for anyone who are wondering what is going on, all right, we were part of the Georgia National Legion, the 102nd Ukrainian Territorial Defense. Okay. Our base got fucked up. The base right next to us got fucked up. Americans, British, tons of British dead. 
right? They're not saying nothing. They're counting our dead as their dead. They're trying to send us to Kiev with no fucking weapons, no kit, no fucking plates. The people who are lucky enough to get weapons are only getting magazines with like 10 fucking rounds, okay? When they wanted to send us to Kiev, we said no. A whole group, a bunch of Americans, Canadians, British. So they told us we had to get the fuck out of there and shoot us in the back. People need to stop coming here. It's a trap, and they're not letting you fucking leave. It's a trap that you walk right... Let's go back and hear that again. I mean, came out of this guy that volunteered to fight, and look at what he experienced. So for anyone who are wondering what is going on, all right, um, we were part of the Georgian National Legion, the 102nd Ukrainian Territorial Defense. Okay. Our base got fucked up. The base right next to us got fucked up. Americans, British, and tons of British dead. Right? They're not saying nothing. They're counting our dead as their dead. They're trying to send us to Kiev with no fucking weapons, no kit, no fucking plates. The people who are lucky enough to get weapons are only getting magazines with like 10 fucking rounds, okay? When they wanted to send us to Kiev, we said no. A whole group, a bunch of Americans, Canadians, British. So they told us we had to get the fuck out of there and shoot us in the back. People need to stop coming here. It's a trap, and they're not letting you fucking leave. It's a trap, and you walk right into it. I mean, it's not a trap. Y'all put that Who the hell? Okay. I don't need to hear the Hodge twins' opinion, although they're cool guys, because um, you're going to hear my opinion. So, if you. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why you. Um, would go to Ukraine to fight in this war. Um, I mean, you probably believe the American state media's uh, propaganda, and you know, you fell for it, I guess. No other way of putting it. Um, but in all honesty, this is not America's war. Uh, you know, I'm all for sending um, aid to the Ukrainians. I, and I'm sure he read my tweet. I tweeted Donald Trump Jr. Um, that, you know, he should start a, a donation thing to, to where, like, Americans like me could send you know, five bucks. I don't have a lot of money, but I can afford ten bucks, twenty, a hundred, if I tried. And if enough of us sent money to Ukraine, they could buy guns, ammo, whatever, small arms. You know, not tanks and planes, but they could buy, you know, rifles and ammunition. Um, you know, and I would be down for something like that. I'm down for, uh, groups like the Red Cross donating, uh, or going over there and, you know, helping the Ukrainians out. Um, I I'm not for the United States tax dollars when we have enough problems in our own country being sent over there. Uh, and I'm not cool with 
American uh, le leaders or misleaders in uh, Congress and the Senate and the White House profiting from this. I'm just not. Um, so there you have it. You make your own mind up. Believe what you want to believe. Believe at. Or don't believe it. The secrets that are told that never do unfold. God bless y'all. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next time. Until then, pray for each other. And uh, have a, a blessed, beautiful day. Thank you. You're, you're beautiful peoples. Bye-bye. <laughs> I'm an idiot. <laughs>